Whack Matters is brought to you by Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial where you can test out Audible's awesome audiobook monthly subscription service. Make sure to go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters. Want some dating advice, Marcus? Yeah. What's up? Just leave it to me. So, I oh, got you covered. Oh, dude! So just like the, just like the funny Will Smith movie Hitch, you're gonna be the like my dating instructor for picking up those those. Uh, uh, PewDiePie would say woman. Absolutely. I All got right. you, man. All right, cool. I am a master um, flirt. Anybody, um, who, so just so you guys know, this is an advertisement for Carson's, uh, new dating hotline, and this is where if you have, so essentially, we're gonna do, um, a quick, a quick scene for you guys. This is a well-rehearsed scene, so in this scene, um, Carson's gonna play two different characters. He's going to play, um, the person I want to date with, um, named Sheila. I'm gonna play me, and he's also going to, uh, play himself, uh, Carson. Um, so, Carson, we're gonna start the scene. Remember how we, just how we rehearsed it. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, um, hey, Sheila, uh, we should probably get past some of the, uh, dumb bullcrap stuff and talk, like, intellectually and things and, and really get to the, the hard questions, you know? I mean, we could, or we could just enjoy some nice time together getting real close over a bowl of spaghetti. Uh, uh, yeah, just a second, let me, uh... Uh, pull pull out my phone. Beep 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 beep. Hello. Hey, uh, Carson. Um, Sheila just wants to um, kind of chill and cuddle and eat spaghetti. What am I supposed to do there? Don't get upsetty. She's got the spaghetti. Thanks, thanks, thanks for the advice. I could could do this without you. Click. Yeah, we can we can chill and eat some spaghetti and scene. So um, just remember you can call five five five. Five five five, five 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 five, um, dash one, uh, Karsten, and then um, you have to type in his address after that. You should it should be fine. It's on the episode of TuneIn, um, and you're ready to you're ready to go. You can get any kind of um dating advice you need. <sighs> That's a dumb intro. This is TuneIn. This is a podcast where <laughs> better than the stuff that had to get edited. That's true. Better than the first two shots at it. Um. That, uh, stupid, dumb. Um, this is the podcast where me and my friend, uh, Carson, I'm Mark, my friend Carson. Hello. Um, we talk about cartoons that we think are appropriate for all ages, so families can get together and watch these kind of as a family and enjoy them together, and they, uh, don't treat the kids like they're dumb, and, uh, they treat them like they're smart and with integrity, and they're also smart, uh, created smart enough to where adults will enjoy them as well. Uh, as of episode six, we've been going through the first season of Justice League Unlimited. We are almost through Justice League Unlimited. Just a few more episodes of tune in till we're all the way through that. And we'll yeah. talk about it. And as we get a little bit closer, we'll talk about what we're going to be doing uh, as the next season of TV we work through. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, today we got two more episodes of Justice League Unlimited for you, Carson. Let's start with the rundown. Okay, so this first episode is called Clash. And this one starts out with uh, Superman and Batman. They're fighting some guys. And, well, Batman's fighting them. Superman's kind of on his way. But then all of a sudden this red streak just flies past Superman way faster than Real Superman. quick, I don't mean to interrupt you this soon. I think I probably interrupted you this soon, actually, every episode. But, yeah, um, pretty much every episode. No, one thing I wanted to talk about is the portrayal of Batman in the Bruce Tim verse, which is what... He's a weakling. All of the stuff that this kind of, like, Justice League Unlimited, Justice League, Batman the Animated Series, like, that's the Bruce Tim verse. Um, I love... they. I think they, they portray Batman as the best because I'm... <laughs> Is everything working fine? I think so. Everything's man. working fine. Okay, cool. Carson just biffed his <laughs> phone on the mixer. Um, yeeted that sucker. Yeet. Uh, stupid. Ah, uh, come back. Um. Thanks. Got you. So as I was saying, um, they do a really good job, I think, of not making Batman feel useless to the team or anything like that because he's just a normal guy. But also, at no point do I think they overpower Batman. I am sick and tired of the trope personally, and this is a personal thing, and I know I'm a nerd who likes superheroes, so I'm going to get a lot of hate on the internet for this. I'm kind of over the whole, Batman can beat Superman, you know? He could use the kryptonite and beat him, beat him right up, you know? Like This Batman couldn't. Like, no. I'm like, I, I, would, I would pause it. Batman couldn't beat Superman. Like, I mean, yeah, if you have enough kryptonite to, like, weaken him all the way, sure. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't win the fight. Like, freaking Batman loses the fight in, like, even a lot of comic books that people refer to. Yep. And stuff. But, like, this Batman is very much a man. And he's very useful to the team. He, doesn't, he has a lot to offer to the Justice League. But, like, he very clearly cannot win the fight against... Oh, I'm blanking on his name. Superman. Not Superman, the villain. Oh, I, I have no idea who they are either. Doesn't matter. It's the guy who absorbs people's powers. He's from the Superman the Animated Series. Yeah. I'm blanking on his name. But, um, Batman can't beat him. Could not. Like, yeah, like, it makes a lot of sense and stuff. So, like, so Batman's Batman, just launching batterings at him. It's just like, come on, Superman, hurry yeah, up. And, I need help. Yeah, asking for help. But, like, he also at no point is stressed, really. He doesn't sound stressed. He doesn't sound scared ever. He's Batman. He doesn't like, get yeah, scared. Yeah, he's he, Batman. He has no fear. Yeah, he's still Batman, but he's also very realistic. Like, I can't beat this dude. I will stall him until somebody who can shows up. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really, really, really like this Batman because there's really cool scenes. We've talked about the, these scenes before. There's multiple times in this show where he's kind of falling without anything to catch him. And he's just like, of, hey guys, want to help me? Like, hey, help. Uh, anytime now would be great. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then, but like, the. What if it's because he's actually longing for death? The. I uh, freaking don't. Don't go freaking Tom King on me right now and get me started on actual comic book stuff that's making me mad. Wait, what? Um, okay, let's not go there. Um. No, so, we'll edit that out real quick. There's a there's a story right now that Tom King's a, the writer for Batman proper right now. Um, and the first, not the first, the second arc that he did was called Batman I Am Suicide. And the whole point of it is, is that Batman is his suicide note. Bruce Wayne really, really wants to die and he's really sad. So he goes and becomes Batman trying to protect the city, in quotes. Hoping, hoping, that, hoping that somebody kills him so that he can die. But he's just too good. 
Yeah, he's too much of a coward to kill himself, so he goes and tries to be Batman. No, I mean like he's yeah, but he but he's too he's too good. Like he doesn't want to let them do it, but that's why he keeps throwing himself at danger, and that's why he became Batman. Huh? Interesting theory. So I think it's really dumb, but not important. Um, actually, I'll probably leave that in. It's not that long, but uh, that's stupid. But like this Batman, I think is really really cool. I think it's my favorite portrayal of Batman, maybe ever. Top two for sure. Nifty. Um. So yeah, they're, uh, Superman's on his way, and then this red streak just flies past him like ten times faster. And we're just like, oh, who is that? Turns out, it's Shazam, or Captain Marvel for old folk. I, th- I don't remember the whole history behind that. They call him Captain Marvel in this show. We'll stick with that. Yeah. Um, so he shows up, and he just basically does light Superman work, and beats all the baddies, and Batman's just like, oh, thanks. And it's... This guy's just like, oh, cool, I'm part of the Justice League. I've always wanted to be among these superheroes. I've always looked up to them. Um, yeah, um, we didn't talk about this really. Uh, spoilers, sort of. Um, I almost said Shazam. Captain Marvel is a twelve, like a 12-year-old kid who can turn into essentially Superman, kind of. Like a Superman-esque hero. Yeah. Through magic. Magic. <laughs> um, But, like, it's really fun to see him interact with things because he is... A child. He's a, like he's a kid, even though he looks like a fully grown adult. And then he straight up accidentally endorses Lex Luthor for president, and then Superman gets all upset, so he kind of has a talk with him, kind of lectures him, and this whole time, like no one knows that he's just a kid. Um. <clears throat> so then, uh, we find out that Lex Luthor's making this um like city, like a small city, um, where people can have a second chance in life and. Kind of get like a new start, kind of thing. So it's for underprivileged people, and yeah, because again, su- this whole time Superman's just like, I don't buy it. There's something going on here. Yeah, and the over the last like few episodes, I don't remember if we mentioned this. They're they're leaning more into the um political race, mm-hmm. um of Lex running for president. So yeah. like this is a essentially a PR move. Yeah. So then um, but Captain Marvel's just like. No, people can change. I believe people can change. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's very much um, supposed to be a duality of um, old old person cynicism mm-hmm. versus young person uh, optimism. Optimism and uh, ni- uh, nihilism. No, not na- uh, naive. Naive. You're naive. Yeah, naive. Well, naive. Um, What's I the word for it? I don't know. He's naive. Yeah, he's a naive person. Like, cause he he's a twelve year old. Mm-hmm. Cause like and like that's like a big. And, like, they, I mean, spoilers, I guess, like, Lex does a bunch of things to kind of set Superman up to want to come in and try to destroy, um, what he makes Superman think is a bomb, and then Captain Marvel tries to stop him, and they get into, like, an actual punch fight and stuff, and, like, And it's, like, really cool, and... Oh, dude, it's so cool, but, like, at no point, it's really sad, because it's it's a 12-year-old kid, essentially... Superman is physically abusing a child. Well, yeah, but, like... Yeah, it's sad on that front, but, like, also, I mean, it's not sad, like, it's not like he's gonna kill the kid because he has superpowers and stuff, and he doesn't know he's a kid, but, like, it's sad because you're watching this person who is a 12-year-old, who's, like, biggest hero in the whole world to him is Superman, and then, like, he comes face-to-face and kind of realizes that Superman, like, is fallible, mm-hmm. and, like, that's sad, and it's also sad that, like, Superman mops the floor with him, and the fight, amazing, 
Again, we talked about this before. We can't describe to you. We can't use words to tell you how cool the fight is. It's dope. They go through buildings and all kinds of stuff. But, like, Captain Marvel is holding his own for a while mm-hmm. and stuff. But he, he's getting worn down. And, like, you can see it's very well animated. Like, as the fight goes on, Captain Marvel's getting slower and more tired. Like, he's f- very fatigued in the fight. And Superman's not. Superman's like, leave me alone. Get off. And it's really sad to watch because you're watching this 12-year-old kid doing what he thinks is right, standing up to somebody who he thought was infallible and always right, and that kind of, like, crushing his optimism Mm -hmm. in a big way. And also, like, losing, getting, like, just destroyed by the fight. Mm -hmm. It's really sad. And, like, again, I think I watched the show at the perfect time. I was roughly... 12 years old when I watched the show for the first time. Um, it shook me. Like, I was real shook for a while after watching this episode of, like, oh, man, like, it, it was it was sad. Mm-hmm. I was really just sad about it. And I think that, like, I don't know, it's a really cool moment that this kid's show does that, I guess is what I want to highlight. Yeah. Um, so then, <clears throat> so yeah, um, they fight each other, and then um, Superman's just like, that's enough, we're done here, and then takes him back up to the Watchtower. And um, then... Oh, after you find out that Lex told them that um, the thing was not a bomb, it was supposed to be it renewable a... energy? Yeah, it was a uh, you find infinite out... power source. Yeah, you find out that that was true. Yeah. And so that's... Superman destroyed infinite power source and destroyed that town. Yep. So then... He takes Billy, Captain Marvel, up to the watchtower and... One more thing also. Yes. And this is a thing that I noticed as an adult, like, watching it this time and never really paid attention to before. Um, the stroke of brilliance to when you're going to have these two people fight like that and to avoid the whole, um... The bad Superman movie, everybody makes fun of it, but it's new. What's it called? Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, to avoid the whole Man of Steel issue of... Well, Superman destroyed most of Metropolis in one fight. They fight in, yes, and they destroy a lot of buildings, but they're all in that town that Lex made that was not occupied. Right. So they get to do all that destruction and stuff without you, the viewer, going like, they just killed hundreds of thousands of people in those buildings. Mm-hmm. Like, just that, that narrative device of them kind of thinking, like, how do we get them to do this fight? And also make sure that we don't have to try to explain away all of those people not dying and things mm-hmm. is really smart. And I wanted to just kind of give them props for that. Yeah. Um, so they get up to the watchtower and after and there's like a little time skip and after a little. And so um, Captain Marvel comes in. And he's just like, I called this meeting and he calls a uh, boardroom meeting for all of the founding members of the Justice League. The, the seven. Yes, the seven. And he's just like, I'm officially resigning. I looked up to all of you guys and I realized that you guys aren't. You're not perfect ideals. You're fallible. Yeah, you're you're not what I thought you were, and I thought you stood for truth and justice, but I realized that. And yeah, and Superman was now kind you're of... you're operating more outside of the law than I gave you credit for, and and he he essentially gives like Superman a, a good talking to along the lines of like, hey, um, you don't get to make the rules. Yeah, like he's like I I never fought like all of the nastiest villains i'm not gonna act like i did but i i came up against like my fair share of people who could kick my butt and stuff and there were times i didn't think i was gonna make it out but i i never 
fought like the bad guys. I never thought or fought like the bad guys to to get the win. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that's what I need to stand for as a hero. He's like, and I see that you guys are willing to do that, and I don't agree. And he dips. And he's just, and he's just like, I don't want to be. I, he quits the league. He's, he's like, I'm out. Again, dude, Why? this episode shook me as a mm-hmm. kid. It was a good episode, though. It's really like mm, I think it's phenomenal. I even liked it as a kid. It it's so sad to me though, and like when I was that age, when I I think like twelve years old is a very good age to watch this because I think you're you're very much smart enough to understand a lot of the overplay. Yeah. But not all of it. To where like you know there's more there and you're just kind of tickling your head, but also, um, you you are still young enough to be kind of hardcore affected by a lot of these sad things. Mm-hmm. Ah, dude. A really good episode. I liked this one a lot. Yeah. It's one of my favorite episodes. It is a pretty good episode. So now we move on to the next episode called Questioning Authority. And this one starts out with uh, Superman and Cap- Another really good episode. Did you finish my sentence? Yeah, sorry. I realized what that we gotta talk about. I love this episode. Okay, so yeah. um, they uh, Captain Adam and Superman, uh, it starts out, they're fighting uh, some guy from Apocalypse, and he's like using electric powers and stuff like that to shock him and stuff. And they're destroying some buildings, and they eventually end up in a subway, and they banish him back to Apocalypse. And from there, uh, we cut over to Captain Adam, and he's stopped by some government car, and some guy in a suit walks out, and he's just like, Captain Adam, I'm calling you back to service in the Air Force, because Captain Adam's in the Air Force. And Captain Adam's just like, no, I, I can't join the Air Force, I'm... I, well, in the Justice League, I can't. I can't go back into service. I'm in the Justice League now. My um, priorities lie there. And the guy's just like, you, sw- "You swore an oath to um, protect America, to protect America, and serve, um, and and do time in the service. So, what what are you going to choose?" And we're kind of just left with that. Uh, then we cut over to Lex Luthor, and he's at the doctor's office. But it's a fancy science lab, probably Cadmus, likely yeah, Cadmus. It, 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 it is, is Cadmus. It is Cadmus. Um, and turns out he's been cured of his cancer. And we don't really know why, but we do know it's because of... Or the person talked to him, again, we get another uh, Hamilton scene. Mm-hmm. The doctor from Superman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, turns out he's been cured of his cancer. And he's just like, I have no idea how this happened, but I'm happy about it. Then, we cut again after that little exchange, except it's a little more dialogue-heavy than I let on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we cut over again to uh, the Question and Huntress, and they're infiltrating a Cadmus facility, and while Huntress is fighting off all of these... One of my favorite scenes. It is a pretty good scene. Uh, While Huntress is fighting off all of these security guards and stuff like that, um, the Question's hacking into a computer... And trying to get info. So, um, uh, so there's a part I'll where let you do some talking. Yeah, dude, I freaking because I love the scene so much. I love this episode. This Here, if is, you want to, if you want to take this episode, go ahead. This might be my favorite episode of all time. Um, so except for you haven't seen it yet, actually, the very last episode of the season is really good. Okay, but cool, um, keep going. They are fighting, and then. Uh, Huntress like okay finished up and he's like so am I, and then um she missed one person and he throws he the, computer the computer monitor, monitor and just chucks it at the guy and it hits the guy in the face and it's 
uh, the animation for it so clean. Like, it very much looks like this dude just gets stopped dead in his tracks by a computer monitor smacking him in the face. Mm -hmm. It's very fun. It's very good. Everything about the, like, as a kid, I thought it was hilarious and fun and really cool. Still sticks out just as well as an adult. Um, so then they, they do, like, a quick, like, cute flirting thing. And then, um, it cuts back to... Then we cut over to... I don't remember. Well, first we find out that the question found, um, he discovered a plot to destroy the Jedi. Um, not actually the oh, Jedi. Oh, like it cuts to that next? Yes, okay, so, essentially, you find out what Huntress, or not Huntress, what question found on the thing that he stole from Cadmus was, um, a video, uh of a different universe and kind of the thing that you figure out is, um, somehow again, there's, uh, we talked about it a little bit before, but I'll go over it again, just in case for people who maybe haven't heard, there is a different universe that they went over to in justice league, the regular show. Um, and there were the justice Lords is what they were called. And it was kind of like some evil justice league who Lex Luthor became president. They weren't very nice people. He killed the flash. And then, the rest of the original seven, so those the six that were left, became kind of just dictators of the whole world. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have evidence. They have like a video uh, footage from that universe. Cadmus does, and that's what Question finds of Superman roasting um, Lex with heat vision. And yep. the Question kind of has a really good inner monologue. Excuse me about um like is everything kind of just fate or do we actually have options like is this free will is a myth yeah is this destined to happen or can i stop it i don't know so he goes uh so Huntress comes in and is like hey q and then she's like i haven't seen you in like weeks what the and then he's like i gotta go like i gotta go stop the end of the world essentially he's like armageddon she's really confused so he dips and goes tries to talk to Superman, and Superman's just like, mm, yeah, nah. Yeah, Superman's like, I'm not that Superman. I'm different. I'm above that. And he's like, that Superman, if you would have asked him before he killed Lex, would have said he's different and above that. Yeah. And stuff. So then Superman says, like, I'm not going to do that. You don't have to worry about me. And the question um, goes and to confront Lex, essentially. He's like, I guess... The and, only way to keep Superman from killing Lex Luthor is to kill him myself. And there's just a phenomenal scene that's really well voice acted by the, whoever plays Lex and the guy who plays Question of Question essentially saying, like, I'm a, I'm a crazy conspiracy kook, and everybody knows that, like, if I kill you, the Justice League's reputation will, will be fine. Mm -hmm. They can be like, he's a crazy person, and it'll be fine. Nobody's gonna care about me doing that. And he's like, I need to kill you so you cannot become president. So he, like, starts undoing his tie like he's going to strangle him with the tie. And then, um, really well animated scene, too. So Lex Luthor kind of starts to fight back a little bit and out of nowhere has super strength. Yeah. And this is really confusing, and we will eventually get to that, but no heavy spoilers. We will figure that out later. Mm -hmm. Um... And then he but, reveals that his campaign is a total farce. A total it's, farce just to make Superman mad. He's just screwing with Superman, which is really, really good scene. But the animation for this part is really cool because you can, like, if you watch it, I don't know if you noticed it, but if you watch it again, you you will. Um, 
Lex it looks very surprised as he's kind of using super strength to beat mm-hmm. the mess out of question because he doesn't know he has it. Lex Luthor did not know he had super strength up until this point. So he's like, what? Since when can I do this? It's really, really neat to watch and know. Um, oh, crap. So uh, we'll have to figure that out. The light yeah. just clicked off because there's a motion sensor on it. Um. Maybe if I yell really loud, it'll turn on. Yeah, that's how motion works. Um, sort of, whatever. Um, so then, uh, question gets kidnapped, and Huntress finds Superman, and she's like, "Hey, question's kidnapped by um Cadmus." So they go to get him back. And they break in and they beat up a whole bunch of people, and Superman's just like, "We're doing this off the books." Yeah. Got it. And Superman finds Hamilton and confronts him, and that's when he realizes that kind of. Hamilton's the person who cloned Supergirl. Hamilton's been working with Cadmus, like, this whole time. And it's, like, again, another thing that shook me pretty bad as a kid. Mm-hmm. Because I watched Superman in the animated series. I'd seen that stuff. I'd seen them be friends and saw the betrayal. It works really, really well. Um, there's a really, f- not fun, but sort of silly, but not too, too silly to where it still has gravity. Torture scene with um, the question. The question is getting tortured. Um, Turns out aglets are a government conspiracy. Yeah, so essentially they're asking him to say everything he knows, and then he spits out a different conspiracy every time they quit the electrocution. Mm-hmm. It's really dark for a kid to watch, but as an adult, it's, I mean, it conveys the tone. Okay, he's getting tortured, but also it's silly enough with with the jokes and things. You're like, okay, cool. Yep. Um, it works really well. Superman and Huntress get in there, save him. As they're kind of walking out of Cadmus, um, Captain Adam shows up, and he says, hey, um, you can't leave here. And Superman's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I, I am a member of the uh, U.S. military. I'm in the Air Force. And I'm just and following I, orders. And I have orders to not let you leave here with the question. And uh, it, just it ends says, there. to be continued. So then we get a troll episode. Then we get a troll episode. Which will be covered next time. Next time. It's really good the way they do this, and we'll talk about it next episode. It's super good. But uh, right now, I just want to thank you guys for uh, listening or watching if you put this on YouTube. Um, I know there's no video part, but click on the video, I guess. Whatever. The audio Uh, video. Thank you for for, uh, partaking and enjoying this. Uh, Partaking in our festivities. Yeah, if you did enjoy, please leave us a like or a comment. Or subscribe or share. Kind of just get the word out there. It means a lot to us as people. Or just throw some money at us. Go buy some of our merch. Get some of those sweaties. It's nice and cold outside. Oh, those sweaties, dude. Uh, subscribe to PewDiePie, of course. Yeah, I can't let T-Series win. It's looking like a lost cause, but we can still make it. There have been oh. bigger uh, uh, that's, turnarounds. That's that what happens. they said at the Alamo. Um, okay. <laughs> um, uh, you just jinxed it, man. Now T-Series <sighs> is going to win. No, dude. So... <laughs> I don't know if you remember what happened at the Alamo. Um, I don't remember what happened at the Alamo. It didn't go so well. Uh, no, There's th- a reason no, why I, the I chant think, is remember the Alamo. I think they won, right? No, they lost. Nope, not how I remember it. Quit giving me that you revisionist history bullcrap. Um, no, Just watch, I'm going to be wrong. But for real, th- <laughs> okay, for real though, um, it means a lot to like me and Carson as people. We take time out of our our day to come and and do this. So I have you... a family to support. Just kidding, I don't. That's I have a true. me to support. But um, like no, it means a lot if you like share this and talk to us about it. But also like, if it grows and things like that can do a lot for uh, for yeah. us as well. So um, that's really useful. If you don't want to spend money, of course, Carson talked about you can spend money. Um, 
It does mean a lot. Thank you. And we just kind of want to remind you to To uh, tune in next time. You were off that time. Yeah, I just, I built up really slow to it. Yeah. Off that. Thanks for listening to the podcast that we produce here at WackMatters.com. Just in case you didn't know, we have a lot of different shows running right now. There's Life's What You Rate It, where me and my brother Mark rate everything on a scale from 1 to 10 that exists in the entire universe. Tune in, where Marcus and his friend Karsten talk about cartoons and their value for people of all ages. Of course, Whack Tracks, where me and a bunch of friends make commentary tracks for whatever shows or movies we might be into at the time. And our newest show on the network, The Music Matters, where my friend Trevor creates a discussion around all the matters relating to music. If you'd like to support the content we make here at WackMatters.com, please go to WackMatters.StoreMV.com and check out our merchandise section. We sell t-shirts right now, and there's more merchandise to come. Even if you don't want to buy a t-shirt, there is a donate button at WackMatters.com that you can use to support the content that we already make and to help fund creative ideas for the future. Additionally, this podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial with Audible.com where you get to listen to a free audiobook of your choosing and can continue subscribing for an awesome audiobook content subscription. Remember, that's audibletrial.com slash whackmatters. We love you all and hope you will continue checking out the content we make here at whackmatters.com. Have a great day.